Hey everyone, welcome, welcome uh, to I Got This. I Got This with me, Aisha Hogan, visionary and founder of I Awesome, the International Academy of Universal Self Mastery. And I myself like to consider myself a guiding light and a life strategist. So I decided to put together earlier this year a compilation. If you've been listening to I Got This, um, you've been hearing some of the authors that have been coming on from this compilation, this book called From Bottom to Top. And today we have another one of these amazing authors with us today, Monique Vierport. And she joins us from Canada. And we've got authors from all over the world, which is very cool and very amazing. And the purpose of From Bottom to Top has always been to allow people to know, to show them that there are choices, even in the most darkest moments that we feel so stuck. And everybody in this book has had that moment in one way or another, it has shown up for them. And they shared that in their chapter, as well as, you know, the choices that they made or how they got to the choices that they made to start them rising to their top. So today, Monique, how are you? And thank you for joining us. Hi, Aisha. I'm really well, thanks. And uh, thrilled to be here today. Amazing. And I'm thrilled to have you. So Monique, tell us where you are in your life right now. Who is Monique Beerport right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Who is Monique Report? Well, I would say uh, I'm in a pretty good place right now. Uh, You know, despite the craziness of the world, I myself um, have managed to carve out a sort of peaceful place that I can go to when the crazier things get out there. I can, uh, you know, tend to find a place I can go within and just kind of uh, regroup and rejuvenate um, and give myself what I need to just be able to return to my homeostasis, (laughs) if you will. And what does that mean? I know that I know what it means, but some people don't actually know what is homeostasis. What is that? Well, the way I define homeostasis is really uh, a place where I'm well grounded, I'm centered, I'm living in sort of this present moment, not being too concerned about Uh, what's going to happen tomorrow, because um, it's very frightening when we allow ourselves to kind of go there. And so just trying to really stay in a calm centered place so that I can experience each and every moment in a way that is um, just calmer, and not uh, riddled with, uh, with fear, I guess is the best way to say it. So it's kind of like I'm at my best at those times when I can show up fully as as myself. Great. And feeling healthy. You know, that's another thing. Feel, really oh, health, yes, healthy. absolutely. Feeling healthy physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, the whole gamut. Yeah. Homeostasis is a good place to be. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So now you're here, but you weren't always here. So what, ha- now I'm not going to ask you what happened because we want people to read your chapter, but how did you know, what were the warning signs or the danger signs or Um, the moment when you said, okay, I think I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Um, Well, without giving anything away, really, I typically see myself as an optimist. I'm really uh, the glass is half full kind of person. Um, I'm very content with, uh, with life, my relationships with myself 
And uh, there was a moment in my life when, uh, you know, an incident occurred that was quite uh, traumatic for, for me and, and kind of changed a lot of things. And I started to feel myself uh, sort of lose a bit of who I was before and fear started coming into my life. And the thought that, oh, no, like, where is where has the old Monique gone? I'm, I'm feeling differently. I don't like how I'm feeling. I... I don't want to lose sight of that positivity and optimism. And I don't want to hang around in this fear and despair that I was starting to feel. And that really, to me, was like this wake up call, because I knew if if I continued sort of on the path I was going, that I would get deeper and I may not be able to come out of that. And I just thought, no, I, I can't go there. I, I'm just not going to allow myself to go there. So I think that for me was really... Uh, I was feeling very fearful and I was feeling very sad and um, yeah, just didn't feel good. It's funny. You said a D word there. I call them the D words. There's a lot of those D words, you know, the despair, uh, daunting, you know, just going deep into a place where you are feeling dark, you know, and and when the darkness is scary because we can't see where we're going you know it's just like being in a dark room you can't see where you're going right and sometimes there is that crack of light that's showing its way to you but you know what ends up happening i think when we feel stuck for many of us is that we don't think that we're worthy enough to step towards that light you know we just feel like i don't know what to do with that light what's on the other side of that light i don't know if i can handle what's on the other side of that light Um, maybe I need to be better than I am to get to that light. So what we do is we stay in that dark place. You know, we stay there because it's, there's kind of a comfort in the familiarity of it. And then once we've been there too long, which is different for everybody, once we've been there too long, my windows are open right now because it's summertime here. You're going to hear some people, tourists outside, but when we've been there too long, it takes us to a really dark place. It takes us to that bottom. And sometimes one more tragedy, one more traumatic event, one more thing sets up the danger signs everywhere where it's like, uh Oh, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, and that feeling of, of no control. I think that was the thing for me. Yeah was this is something I did not ask for. (laughs) I didn't have any control over it. And that's the fearful thing is that, okay, where's this going to take me? Because I can't really, I didn't feel like I could do anything about it. And, and that was that, that feeling of like, okay, whoa, I've, you know, I have a choice here because we always have choices. I can just uh, continue to be really petrified of the fact that I have no control over this, or I can become more accepting and sort of deal with it in the best way possible for, for me. And we all have our own coping strategies to do that. But um, yeah, the fear of the unknown and the lack of control or, you know, really go hand in hand. Yep. And some people have no coping strategies to deal with it. You know, some have none or they're using strategies that they've used forever and they're not working. Mm-hmm. because they're just, they're not the right strategies, you know, right. they're not going to work. So just recognizing that and reaching out for new strategies and new tools and mm-hmm. new ways of being and choice is important. I think everybody that I've talked to, you know, in the book has mentioned choices and right. choices. I don't think people understand how many choices we make in a day. 
you know, I do this really cool um, micro sort of meditation with people, uh, like a contemplation where all we're going to do is we pretend we're standing on a beach and we're about to take our first step in our bare feet. Just that and sort of all the, th- the, the decisions and thoughts that run through your mind in that millisecond of time of, you know, you've kicked off your shoes. Should I leave my shoes here? Is somebody going to steal them? Those are my favorite shoes. I hope nobody takes them. Would I be able to replace them? You know, how, how, you know, how hot is the sand? Am I walking in the right direction? Do I have, do I need a sweater? Like all these different things that if you just sort of sat there for a second and imagined yourself just about to take that step, how many choices are you making in that millisecond. And we make an incredible amount of choices in a day. And we think that we don't know how to make choices, but we're making them all day long. Constantly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. It just, it, I, when, when I went, when I did that exercise for myself in a moment, I was like, oh my gosh, that must've been like, I don't know, 30 things I thought about in like a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's so true though. Right. It was nuts. You know, why are those my favorite shoes and feeling what those shoes, like even knowing what those shoes feel like when I put them on my feet and, you know, you know, the the other ones at home, I don't like them so much. And like all these different thought patterns that you have going on in such a short period of time. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Right. So just by changing some of those choices, we can change everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes we do try everything. You know, that's the biz- biggest thing. I've tried everything. I've tried everything. No, you have not. Because if you tried everything, you would find your way out of your darkness. It's just you've tried everything that you know. Yeah. And I just want to add to that, too. I think that was one of the things that really gave me hope, Aisha, was that I was always looking for the next thing to kind of help me. Um, you know, move beyond this. And as long as I had something I could kind of on the horizon, I go, Oh, I haven't tried this yet. I can still try this. And then, you know, if that didn't really (laughs) do much for me, you'd go, Oh, but there's this I can try over here. And, and there's so many options and things to try that um, it it really helps, you know, us keep on track of the, of, of believing that something new or different or better can, can happen for us. And you know what else is, I think it's about flipping, it's about flipping the coin on, I've tried everything, you know, how about thinking, you know, I'm open to all the possibilities. So, you know, instead of, we always like to go into what we don't have or who we're not or whatever, we can, we can rhyme that off in a heartbeat, but you know, it's when we start thinking about what are all the possibilities, And just being open to everything, like don't put any doors up, just what are all the possibilities, you'll start to realize things that you didn't even think about are going to show up. Mm -hmm. Or no, yeah, or know about just knowing they're out there. Yeah, right. So just believing that there's an infinite amount of possibilities that you have not considered, trust me on that. So when you decided to make a choice, or when you did choose the right thing for you, what made you decide to choose that? What was the feeling that you got? They said, this is it. This is what I need to do. I think for me, I just, you know, I was reflecting so much. I was so much in my head about 
sort of the crisis that I was going into. And I just became very aware of sort of the, my thought patterns and, um, you know, the thoughts that would make me feel worse. And, and I thought, you know what, here again, I, I have a choice. I can choose what I think and I can choose the thoughts that are going to, to help me get out of this hole. So I think it was really the awareness and, and, you know, I'm also working in the field where, you know, we pay a lot of attention to our thought processes. So it wasn't a far stretch for me to get there, but it was just, you know, recognizing I needed to have some faith in uh, an outcome that would be more positive, that maybe was not on my horizon. And also that the part I could do was to really monitor the stories I was telling myself in that moment about the possibility for healing. And when I could kind of start shifting that thinking um, it, it definitely made a huge difference. Um, yep. and, and I continue and that's my, that, that's how I operate, uh, even today. Right. That's what really, uh, I don't even remember if I asked you who, what you're doing right now, but if I haven't, we're going to, we're going to get into that in a second. Okay. So when someone reads your chapter, Monique, mm-hmm. so someone's read your chapter, what is your hope? What is it that you want them or desire that that person walks away with that extra piece of something that they of of knowledge that they walk away with? Well, you know, first of all, I really hope that if my story resonates with anybody, um, that they can first and foremost, see that they, this will not last forever, (laughs) that it is a moment in time, they will pass through it. And uh, they will become better because of it. And uh, I really hope that that is something that they will, if they can't see that possibility at this point in time, when they're reading the chapter, that they have a little bit of a vision that will move them or encourage them that there is sort of light at the end of the tunnel. That is one thing. And also that, you know, there are so many tools and modalities and options and possibilities that are available to them. And so it's really about exploring, as we talked about before, opening up, finding the one that resonates the most with you. And, you know, if that's not meeting your expectation, look for something else and and just have the curiosity to keep exploring and not uh, stand still and say, okay, this is as far as I can get with this. And this is the end of the line. Uh, I would, that's what I hope. I hope that it just kind of really gives them that, that, hope I don't know what else to call it uh to desire really the hunger and the desire I think yeah the desire so you gotta the have the desire and the hunger the motivation yeah the motivation absolutely and then secondly that um you know the there there's a lot we can do for ourselves in terms of uh reframing the situation we're in so that we can really start to uncover the nuggets that the situation brings to us because there are always nuggets there yeah there's always is something and having the awareness and openness um, to actually begin to recognize what those are. Awesome. Yes, for sure. So on that note, and on that way of thinking, what's your favorite tip, your favorite strategy that you like to, to tell people or, or share with people outside of the book? Yeah, I would just... You know, we talk a lot about meditation and those kind of things, but there are a lot of people where meditation is just not their thing or they don't have the patience to actually, um, you know, take time to do it. So, but I mean, just being self-reflective and emptying your mind and allowing, um, 
allowing more positivity to sort of make its way in as opposed to being so focused on the mind is is one of the ways to do it. But also if, if that's something you struggle with, you know, just having a piece of paper and writing down, be, monitoring what your thoughts are. So, you know, all those thoughts that actually make you feel worse than you're feeling right now, um, they're often very highly un realistic thoughts as well. But if you can start to note and start to, you know, you have two columns on your left side, you write down those thoughts, start to notice if there's a pattern, start to notice if the same recurring thought keeps coming up over and over again. And then on your right hand side, start to challenge each of those thoughts and try to find something that is more helpful, makes you feel better, that is also, you know, uh, realistic for you. Because if you come up with a thought, you think, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, sure you know, you're not really going to believe it. And you're not going to replace that, that, that hard, you know, that thought that's hard to, you know, that keep, can keep you calm. So I would say that is something that you can really start to pick away, chip away at that in a way that um, can lead you and see where it takes you. And uh, because we have to challenge our thinking. If we don't challenge our thinking, we can stay stuck in that same place forever. So I yeah. would say try it, you know, try that activity and see, see what it does for you. Definitely imagine a hamster on a wheel. That's what I'm telling people. Like, you know, that belief system you got going on there, those same old thoughts you have playing is the same old records that keep like, like you need to go buy some new records. Like seriously, you're playing the same old records, the same old songs. You're on that same old hamster wheel. It's like, you need to step off. You need to step off that wheel. You need to make different choices. You need different tools challenge your belief system. Absolutely. All of those things. And where are you now, Monique? Who is Monique now? I did ask you that, but what are you doing now? How do you contribute to the world? Well, I'm part of I awesome. You are a part of I awesome. (laughs) I am. Uh, How I contribute to the world. Well, you know, I really uh, am trying to get the word out there uh, for people that, you know, things are, um, things can change and um, that we can all move forward in our lives. So I'm, you know, trying to do that, whether it's the book, whether it's courses, whether it's contributing to this chapter, that is, uh, that's really my passion, because um, I just want people to be happier and be more hopeful about, you know, what's to come for them. Okay, I'm gonna have to come right out and ask you, what kind of coach are you, Monique? <laughs> well, funny you should ask. <laughs> I'm an EFT, emotional freedom techniques practitioner. And it's um, tapping for those of you tapping. that know it that way. That's right. Right. So another wonderful way of connecting to your nervous system and to help you to change some clogged belief systems. That's what I always say. It's about cleaning the pipes. That's right. <laughs> you know, bringing in some <laughs> new things. Getting the gunk out of there. Yeah. That's right. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for being one of our faculty members at IAWESOME, one of the authors and from bottom to top, you know, we contribute in all different kinds of ways and Monique, you're right in there. So thank you so much for that. And thank you all for listening. You'll catch you on our next episode of I got this and uh, please give us some comments and questions and reach out to us and check out iawesome, iausm.com. Um, check it out. Uh, the other episodes of I Got This. And uh, if you feel stuck, you know, you might want to come into iawesome. And the reason why is because we have so many interactive teachers. And what, what I mean by interactive is that our teachers are involved and they're there for you. 
And, you know, we all bring different gifts and tools to the table. And in those moments that you feel stuck, you sometimes need some help. You need a hand to help you out of the hole that you're, you've dug for yourself. Um, but we've all done it. We've all done it. And one of these fine episodes, I will be talking about my chapter in um, from bottom to top and what drives me. And, you know, the last thing we want to see is people making decisions in their lives that are final, you know, decisions that we can't come back from and thinking that they don't have any options when they do. There's always a way out. If you got yourself in, you can get yourself out. It might not be easy, but it's definitely doable. And things can change faster than you think. So that being said, see you guys again soon. I always say see you, even though I'm not going to see you. Um, You're listening and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.